Hello everyone, this is Dan with the Spiritual Underground Podcast, coming to you on a Sunday night, um, coming off the energy of uh, a retreat that I have the honor to host. This was the seventh SPURT retreat. Uh, come up with that acronym from uh, SPURT, it comes, it's an acronym for Spiritual Underground Retreat. I know it's a little bit of a stretch, but uh, I like it and it's stuck, and, uh, and that's what it is today. Normally I, uh, not normally, last year since starting this podcast, I uh, took my podcasting gear down there and and had folks sit down and share a little, speak a little on what they were experiencing and uh, patched that all together into an episode last year uh, as as we came home. I had intentions of doing it this year, uh, but the energy was just so strong and the juice was just so uh, thick down there that uh, I frankly didn't get around to it. and I also I took very few pictures. Uh, that's actually a good thing. That meant I was fully present down there. How this whole thing come about, and you've probably heard it, but I'll tell you again, is that uh, in 2015, when I first my first come into uh, my current sobriety date, my home group was having a uh, daytime day retreat they were going out to a local forestry a little south of louisville and uh and and at that time i was on home incarceration and it was outside the county limits of where i was allowed to go i was a little bummed about that uh there was a little they had a great time and there's a little uh talk afterwards about the fact that they you know there's a little bit of a lack of privacy in a public area and um had some people walk up on them, which wasn't a huge deal, but still it uh, takes away from what we, like the opposite spectrum of what we did this weekend. And I got to thinking, uh, you know, I have this place out in the country and it would be perfect for that. I was uh, frankly a little frightened to even mention it at first and I was, uh, and I didn't think anybody would want to come and I didn't think, you know, I thought it'd be too far, too far out in the boonies, no electricity, no water. Uh, But uh, I brought it up with my sponsor at some point and he thought it was a great idea. So in May of 2016, uh, I hosted the first one. Uh, It was a complete success. It was a blast. Um, you know, I was, what, 16 months sober and, uh, hosting a men's retreat. I don't know how that happens. It was so much fun. We did it again in the fall and that was spurt two and it did it in the spring of 17 in the fall of 17. So that was three and four. Uh, the two a year started to be a little bit much. And uh, I, I really can't remember exactly what happened in 19. Uh, was spurt five. No, get my timeline messed up. Uh, as I say so many times, you know, if I, if I, you'd think by now I'd learn to start keeping track a little bit. Because uh, now I know I'm telling this story. I said, if I knew I was going to be telling this story, I'd have kept better track. Well, by golly, I, I know I'm going to be uh, telling this story, and, and I still fail to keep track so let's start over don't matter way too much detail i'll do it anyway 2016 in the spring was one fall was two 17 was three and four 18 was five there 
I just decided for whatever reason to back off and do it once a year starting in 18. In uh, 19, we had six. I had considered doing a fall one in 19, but uh, I was doing uh, a deer hunt by then. That's what we did in 18 and 19. And I remember in 18 was uh, when I went to yoga teacher training, and then the fall was just uh, seemed to be a little bit too much to be trying to do both of those things. Uh, you go to yoga teacher training, it is a consuming piece of your life for a little piece of period of time. And uh, and I kind of substituted out, and we did the the first deer hunt down there of a sober dude deer hunt. So we did that in 19. So this spring was spurt seven, which blows my mind. I make these little wooden tokens and do this little thing, and, and I'm going to have some guys come in and uh, on Wednesday night. We're going to share a little since I didn't uh, tape around uh, at the actual event. But some of the guys are going to come over and we're going to talk about it. But I want to do this little intro with this energy that's coming off of it. One of the things you can hear is my voice is uh, blown out. Uh, we did some uh, primal screaming, some roaring, warrior yells, uh, quite a few. And uh, besides that, I talk a lot during it. Uh, if you can imagine that, uh, I talk a lot. And... Uh, and my voice is shot tonight, but uh, that's that's part of the part of the juice wrapped around this. Uh, it's, that's a good thing. I spend quite a bit of energy in preparing these uh, retreats, but uh, at the same time, I allow it to happen rather than uh, overthink it. Uh, topics and uh, a theme for the weekend and those kind of things just always develop. Uh, I've got friends, you know, Shane's been on here a bunch of times. He won't care me talking about him. I am going to be a little bit careful about names because I'm not too sure. And we all have nicknames, too. So, you know, we can run by these pseudonyms, but that seems a little funny, too. Um, Shane runs a Friday night meditation meeting for me down there. Uh, we did some yoga and meditation on Saturday morning. Uh, put together a pretty uh, in-depth lead um, presentation almost on Saturday, kind of an opening ceremony, and uh, and I guess between Friday, Saturday, noonish, Saturday night, Sunday, that's four sitting down, actually doing work type meetings where we share and we sit down with a purpose. And yeah, we're down there to have some fun and all that, but we're also down there to uh, to do work on ourselves uh grow these connections and bond with our brothers and uh what i was saying about the opposite side of things and something else i'm learning to do at a deeper level is uh create a safe place for people to be uh, a safe sacred uh, tight container where what gets talked about down there doesn't go anywhere we're going to share about it in a general way but any real work that a man did down there will not be discussed um, I suppose if a, if a guy comes in Wednesday and he wants to share a little bit about his own uh, work, that's okay, but we're not going to talk about other man's work. But it was just a blast. And uh, and, and pro not probably. I don't know why I say probably because sometimes the newness can kind of skew the uh, old events. Uh, I've had some pretty powerful experiences in recovery. But uh, I'm going to say right now that this past weekend was the most powerful experience I've had. Uh, I knew all the men 
fairly well. Uh, we all knew each other fairly well. Uh, not real close. You know, we had a fair a fair swath of uh, time uh, in recovery, but uh, but not a lot. Nobody had a lot. I think one guy's approaching six, so I think five years is the most uh, anybody in the group had. So we were into the under a year guys to uh, to five, and I think that tightened things up a little bit because there wasn't like a big uh, – kind of can get a little bit of a hierarchy feeling going on it's nothing on purpose and the guys i hang around with it's got a lot of years don't put that energy off uh but it's kind of hard if you're if you're young in recovery to uh be around somebody that's got a whole lot of years you know and not feel a little less than let's just use that term uh so i think that evened it out there's a lot of stuff you know this whole covid thing going on uh there's a lot of people didn't come to it or or and i did invitation only this year too keeping it small uh, I also looked at uh, limits on how many people were going to be on in actually camping in the cabin. Uh, quite a few men purposely tent camped and that kind of thing just to kind of keep the distance thing down. Uh, but while we were there, we really didn't worry about it too much, man. We hugged. We stayed close to one another. Uh, we did what we needed to do down there, and I think that was plenty safe. Uh, it was uh, a bunch of healthy young men. So between that uh, low curve <laughs> on the recovery time, uh, the whole pent up like cabin fever thing going on with the uh, pandemic and uh, leaving that energy, I ask the men that come to leave that energy at the gate, Any, anything that doesn't help them work this weekend, uh, we smudge in and we 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 use that uh sage to to cleanse us of the energy that we're not going to need this weekend uh and obviously the pandemic is not energy but was going to be useful to us this weekend so every man did a great job of that um every man showed up and i mean really showed up sometimes there's some times when i've had these things where people come and this is okay, I'm not knocking that, uh, just a difference, is that people will come and they will uh, kind of like uh, making a showing at the family Thanksgiving event or, you know, I'm going to just go to the reception for an hour or so, uh, wedding reception, uh, that kind of energy. You know, they're just going to make a showing and, and be a part of, and that is not what was going on this weekend. Uh, the, the men that showed up at this event this weekend was uh, there to, to be there. And, and they were there to, you know, we did have a little bit of a, you know, some guys not being able to come until a little bit later. We weren't able to arrive and leave at the same time. Uh, I'm seriously thinking about changing that. I'm thinking about in future years in order to create that level of uh, power that having this weekend, I think it would be important that we said, uh, you know, commit to the entire thing uh, or not. I know that might sound a little weird, but uh, I'm big on commitment and, and, and accountability and if you, you know, there's a big element showing up for yourself in life. And if you can't carve out a weekend with, with adequate notice to bug out and uh, go do something like this, um, that may be something you need to look at. And, and, and I, think, I think you owe it to yourself to be able to do that. Uh, I'm fortunate in that I am able to do those kind of things pretty much at will. 
Uh, I understand that uh, not everybody's family situations and things like that allow that. Um, but I'm, I'm really thinking about next year doing it at a kind of an all or nothing thing. And you show up at whatever time I'm going to pick and you need to be there by then. And you're going to stay to the end and, uh, and close this out. So when we come in the door, we create this safe and tight container and, uh, and we keep it closed until everybody's leaving and we open the container and free it and, uh, and, and scoot on back home. Um, always hang around for a couple hours afterwards. One of the things is, is, uh, I'll just say this, you know, guys say, what can I do to help? And, uh, this came one time not long ago, uh, a couple of years ago. And a guy asked me that and I, and, and I'm a bit of a, I can be a bit of a sarcastic, smart ass. He might knows me, knows that. And, uh, and I can also hold just a straight face and look at you just as dead serious and tell you whatever I want to tell you. That's like an old skill. Uh, I try not to abuse that today, but uh, guys that know me know that about me. And uh, and I said, well, tell you what, easiest way for you to help me, best way you can help me is to pack your shit and get the fuck out of here. Uh, the reason I say that, and he laughed, and he said, okay, man, and because I need everybody to scoot and get their gear out and, and, and vacate their premises with their belongings and whatnot, and then I can actually get to cleaning the joint up and, and straightening it up and putting stuff away and doing that. Otherwise, I'm wrestling around everybody else's stuff, and we're bumping into each other trying to do that. And um, But this year, I invite a couple men. You know, some guys have been coming back, and they're starting, you know, when I first started doing this, they didn't, people had a hard time helping me. And I had a hard time accepting the help, too. But, like, when I ask you to put something away, and then I got to show you where to put it, uh, that's just not a lot of help. But uh, when when they come after a few years and start realizing and knowing where to put stuff and where things go and, and how to help me, uh, then, then we can. And that's another thing about this year's uh, event. This, this particular fall is that every year I get a little better accepting help. So we had a fella that come down and, uh, cooked and coordinated all the food and brought it. Uh, another fella paid for all the food. Um, like I said, I asked these men to facilitate for me. Shane facilitated the Friday night meeting. I, I did Saturday. Saturday's mine. And uh, and, and Sunday morning, the dog man did, did uh, facilitate a, a very powerful meeting uh, for the group. I was going to say for me, but it's not for me. It's for the group. But point being, I'm able to accept that help. And so a few guys hang around and help me to a certain extent. And then, uh, and then they bug out, and then I'm by myself for a little bit. And man, I sit there after everything's gone. We beat the grass down. We stomped. It rained a lot. We stomped a moat around the uh, fire ring. The ashes in the fire ring are definitely deeper than when we arrived because we keep a campfire going all weekend. And just waves of gratitude that I get to do this, that I get to invite men down and host. It just, if it, you know, my theme this weekend was not hiding your one of the my, half of my theme this weekend was not hiding your gold. And my gold is, is that I'm good at this. That uh, I, 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 God, God, higher power, the universe has gifted me 
with a way to touch people and uh and and as i shared down there this weekend i really feel like it's a disservice to the universe to not do that if i would not do this not use my gifts uh that would be me missing the mark so i get to do that and uh and man i am in touch with the divine the universe uh i'm on point when i'm down there it's fun it's a blast we laugh uh, we stay busy we do work we play also uh got a little pond down there a little like about a one acre pond i think it's a little shy of that uh swim and fish and trails and woods and it's just fun it's just fun uh fun powerful and uh and work gets done and the thing about this year that was different than any other year as i said the uh guys that come by just to hang out for a little bit and 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 boogie or whatever uh is that every man who said he was going to show up this year showed up now i did have like a thursday or wednesday or thursday cancellation for a guy that was going to do that just come down for saturday thing uh it's interesting that he did not and i think it's a really good thing that he did not because it maintained that continuity that safe container rather than somebody coming in the container and then leaving. Um, maintain that. So every man that come down there came down there to show up for himself, and every man was impacted, and I saw it in their eyes. Um, I felt it in their being. They shared that with me. They were impacted. They had a shift in their being this weekend. And having having had been a part of that uh, moves me like very few things. Uh, sponsoring folks through the twelve steps is uh, is a ton of juice, and, and it is a uh, a cornerstone of my life today. Um, some more gold, you know. That's the seventh men's retreat I've hosted down there. Uh, I just cranked over five years sobriety. Uh, that trips me out. Um, I've done 15 fifth steps in that cabin with men and women. And this is me not hiding my gold. Uh, I also know that this is not me. This is this hooking into this power that, that brought me from the depths of where I was to where I am today. And without that power and without the 12-step foundation under me, I know simply and plainly uh, with no reservation that this would not be available to me today uh, so seven men retreat seven men's retreats down there 15 fifth steps the energy down there is just crazy it's just awesome uh, it is such we say it's a sacred place and, and and it is a sacred place it's a sacred place to me before what all that work was it meant a ton to me then but I didn't quite anchor down and understand what that meant like I understand what it means today uh, my dad said some words about uh, I showed him the pictures of us down there and I, I was showing him pictures of one of the past years and uh, he said that right there is what that place was built for uh, I really can't say much uh, you know I really can't add much to that had no idea what God was doing when he built that cabin 20 years ago um, 
it's just it's just fantastic. The energy is completely. I'm sure before you know when I was building that when my dad and I and my brother Neil was building that cabin, we did it. I mean, I drank beer from. You know, I used to have a thing where I'd like to say I'd you know going to wait to noon or whatever, but frankly, rarely did I ever do that. And a place was built on uh, on beer and, and dope, and uh, and the energy is a complete different energy down there today. And don't get me wrong, man, building that cabin was a huge, big thing in my life too. I mean, that was a awesome experience of my dad, brother, and I putting that together. You know, three months we had that from a, a spot in the woods to a weather tight log cabin. Um, that's phenomenal in itself. The blessings that I look back on uh, before I hit recovery blow me away. And that's an interesting thing, you know. Uh, it just is interesting. I'm not going to speculate on it. So I've been rambling on for 20 minutes and I want to have time for this podcast and not be really, really long. Uh, so when I add these other guys, it's going to come by Wednesday night and talk a little bit and add their part in it. And uh, maybe I'll try to shut up a little bit more during that period so that they uh, get to tell what uh, what they need to tell. Uh, we'll be right back with those dudes. By the time you hear this, this is Sunday night. I'm coming home off of that spurt seven juice. Men's lives are changed uh, today because of this weekend. And every man there had a part in that. Because if any piece would have been missing, it wouldn't have been what it was. Can't take full credit by any means. It was certainly a wee deal. Love y'all. Thank y'all for allowing me to participate in my recovery this weekend the way I did. Thank you for allowing me to participate in my recovery by sharing these stories with you. Um, Almost me. Peace out. Hey, this is Dan back again. I know I just was talking to you, but uh, I told you what was going to happen. That we was going to have some guys in here in just a little bit. We were going to uh, share a little juice off of this past weekend. I think it's important to do that. Um, just want to do anything I can do to, to carry this message in whatever way that uh, higher power leads me to do. And, and, and a lot of times that's through this podcast. So uh, we just had a fantastic weekend. Uh, understatement yeah yeah it is an understatement yeah so it is it's hard to say so um marshall's here with me shane and don say hi marshall hi marshall say hi shane hi shane say hi don i think you've got hi, don. you don't you didn't, you didn't pick up on the pattern <laughs> you gave him instructions uh, i need instructions as well <laughs> hell i'm not even good at that he's an alcoholic for sure <laughs> Yeah, I won't even follow the implied instructions. Yeah, right. Uh, so these guys are in here, and uh, we're going to juice a little bit and share a little on these guys' experience uh, on what happened this weekend. Um, as, I, as I said, my little lead-in, you know, uh, it's just uh, – it really was the most powerful weekend I, I think I've ever been involved in. And that's saying something because I had some pretty powerful weekends in mankind experiences and in recovery in general – and in uh, yoga teacher training and various other things I've been involved in, and uh, and this and other retreats, 
really. The other retreats, too. And that's not to take away from any of those other things because they were all fantastic, too. Uh, I guess it falls into the category when I say I smell more. You know, well, yep, there it was. No yeah. wonder I smelled it, right? It was right around the corner. Uh, so uh, I don't know where to go with that. Uh, I'm just going to, like, throw a jump ball up in the air, and we will just uh, – this was your second time, Marshall. You got invited last year by accident, if you, if you believe in accidents, because uh-uh. you weren't even really a part of the group yet. Uh, you no. were just wading into the spiritual underground. Yes. And uh, – his sponsor, Mark, which you all have heard his story, sent me an email about the podcast, and one thing led to another, and I invited them to come on down. I uh, wasn't sure that they would really do it, uh, and again, one of them led things. I didn't, you know, most of the time when I invite people to come down there, I know them. <laughs> so you were essentially a stranger walking into the woods with them. Yeah. For, uh, I mean, much. I'd seen you a couple times at a couple meetings, I think. I've been to a few meetings, but not many. I mean, maybe... Maybe a month's worth. Maybe four or five. Wow. Yeah, and I uh, wasn't so sure that I wanted to, to make it out there into those woods either. I was getting a <laughs> Even little... Even the first time? Yeah, yeah, the first time. No, the second time I was uh, I was ready to go, you know. But the first time, that was pretty scary. But uh, even the second time, you had some thinking to do about, you know, because well, of the current conditions exactly. and the COVID and all that. So, I mean, yes. raring to go in one regard, but also well, we had the little reservations of it if it was something that you should be doing or not. there was a decision that had to be made and uh i had to uh weigh a lot of of uh of data and uh come to a decision and uh yeah absolutely right but once that decision was made there wasn't any waffling you know it was like okay i'm down let's go you know so yeah but the first time you know that was uh i guess i had i had a few more than uh four meetings because i was I picked up my ninth month uh, token uh, wood chip while I was there hmm. at Spurt last year. So, so, uh, and I think I showed up at the Spiritual Underground meetings somewhere around like um, February, March, maybe. So, I'm not real sure. You know, what do you always say about the timeline? I knew I was going to be telling this story. <laughs> I'd have kept better track. Yeah. I even said that in my little lead up in here tonight. I'm like, you know what? I actually know I'm going to be telling this damn story now, and I still ain't keeping track. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. So I don't, uh, I, I do know, I, I've got, I know it's nine months, or I picked up the nine month token at Spurt last year because I've got the evidence. You know? <laughs> yep. So other than that, I, I'm not sure about, but I know that it was also tough to get there that first time. You know, we heard about the 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 person who didn't make it past the orange barrel that time, and and it could have very well been me, you know. But I was with somebody else. That was Mark, and we were yeah. both leaning on each other. We were just like, being know, with somebody else will get you in there. I talked to him later on, and he was thinking the same things that I was, and we were both, you know, neither one of us were going to back out, you know. Didn't want to chicken out. Yeah, exactly. On yeah. the other one. Yeah, yeah. All right. So he was trying to be a leader for me, and I I didn't want to be a, you know. It's one reason why I try to get people carpool, you know. Uh, I mean, it's a sub, it's a secondary thing, but uh, hell, I've been in situations in my life where I turned around at the gate. Mm-hmm. Last year should have been my first. This was actually my first. Uh, I was actually at the very end of my marriage, unbeknownst to me at the time last year, 
And uh, I was one of the ones that found an excuse and didn't go. Last minute, too, pretty much, wasn't it? It was very last minute. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it happened. I can't undo it. There is some a, sort of ashamedness in it, but you know, I can't undo that. Yeah. Uh, There's always, uh, this year, too, is the first time that uh, there was somebody who was just going to come down on Saturday that decided not to. Uh, but always have had a, a number of uh, cancellations in the last week or two. Uh, it's happened every time, and uh, this year there weren't any. With the current conditions, the COVID crap this year, when it said when you made the decision and hey we're going, I was a hundred percent in from then, and I'd seen the pictures previously of the people meeting here at your house, getting ready to caravan. And I remember distinctly from last year being there like, man, I should be there. I've got this ball and chain that's holding me back, and I should be there. I wanted to be there. I just didn't I didn't have the balls to make that decision to do something for myself when I should have. Yeah, so you can lay it and feed that ball and chain, but that is all on you. Yeah. <laughs> it was hurt. me. Not, I was too scared <laughs> to do something for me. Yep. And when you said yes, there was no hesitation, no backing out for me. Like, I don't want to say I would have came with COVID, but at the same time, mm-hmm. nothing would have stopped me from coming down there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It would have been a little. <laughs> if you're I do not have COVID. Sick. Um, <laughs> that'd be a different story. Yeah. So it's Dawn's first time. Shane, you've been to most of them. Yeah, I think. I don't was, know if it was the first two. Was, maybe you missed. I, don't yeah, I think the first two or three. Well, this was seven, right? This was seven. I've so the first two were in two thousand and sixteen. Okay. Yeah, I got. I got May sober October, October sixteen. Yeah. So yeah, I was at three or. Yeah, I came to the third one. Yeah. I, I know. I, I remember. Um, I was so juiced about coming. I couldn't wait because all my all the guys that I'd looked up to were going, and including you, you know, and. Uh, I wanted to spend time with you all and, and get to know you better, and I knew that would be a way to do that. I could see the connection you all had, and I was trying to get in there. I wonder what you all had, so went after it. This year was off the charts, man, and I felt it as everybody uh, rolled up, you know, even car by car, and, of course, the energy sitting even before we even left. Uh, and there was some, like, I, I could, like, most time I even have to, like, stop and get some gas and ice and stuff on the way down. And and I was ready when you know I was I didn't need to stop and get anything I was completely ready prior to uh, you know the night before basically me too and uh, and that's a first for that too I'm usually you know I'm not a guy that waits to the last minute to pack but I usually have a few little nickel dime things I need to do on the way and it's kind of gotten to the point you know I just kind of get used to that going down there all the time anyway that you just get some stuff on the way. But it makes it a little bit, you know. I didn't want to. I didn't want to lose any time yeah. uh, this weekend uh, stopping for things. Yeah, I get that. So, so what's you, somebody? Somebody spill some juice. Talk about what's what. What was your experience? Uh, what you? What landed on you? I honestly, going into it, had no idea what to expect. What to happen? You had mentioned that we would be smudged in. And uh, I didn't even know what that process was until it was happening. Sounds kind of dirty. Yeah. 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 So, first off, I know everybody in the group before we got there. 
So there was a certain level of trust. But as the weekend progressed, starting from, hey, let's all stop, let's do this, add somebody to the mix, thus the smudging process, it was, we were a snowball rolling downhill that just got bigger and bigger and bigger. And, um, Yes, we had a, a bit of an itinerary, a somewhat of a schedule, but there was it was very fluid to a degree. And um, I'm glad that I was just open for whatever was coming because a lot did, a lot, whole lot did. We pretty much stayed on schedule too, to my thing. Pretty much. I it mean. wasn't a. It was never a busy or a hectic or anything like that. Everything just rolled so smoothly. Um, previously you've said there's been a lot of guys there and it was relatively small this group Uh, I think you and I talked about that maybe playing into how things went off without a hitch Um, yeah it was basically half as many as last year and uh, I don't want to use that necessarily that word but that made it easier (laughs) in a lot of regards the I've talked to several people about just being down there in general so you turn on the, the old roads, it's the gravel road, and your phone stops working. There is something about going into the woods out there when the phones don't work that allows us to all be 100% present. If you go to an AA meeting, or any any function for that matter, everybody's continuing to eat. Yeah, you're constantly checking your phone nowadays. Mm-hmm. There's constantly that distraction. And down there, there was none of that. Like the first night we sat up for until like two thirty in the morning talking like teenagers, mm-hmm. just laughing and having a good time, and not not a single cell phone come out. There wasn't even to take pictures. There there are there wasn't very many pictures from this weekend because we were so present in the weekend, and uh, it's priceless to be able to do that. Priceless. Yeah, I like that insulation cushion of the phones. Uh, no, I like that the phones don't work down there. And I really think if, uh, you know, sooner or later the cell service will end up drifting, it'll get good enough that it, there are no hiding places left uh, or very, you know, few, fewer and fewer. Uh, I, 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 I'm, I assume that someday it's going to get down in there. And when it does, I'm going to start taking the box and up the phones on the way in. <laughs> Damn right. Good decision. <laughs> Happily handed over. Yeah. You know, it's funny you said, uh, you know, talking about the smudging, smudging in, because both of my new new guys, they're their first times coming. They're both like, what, what, what's this? Uh, I got some questions. What's this smudging thing? And what's actually going to happen while we're Beforehand, there? Oh, yeah. When they saw it on the agenda? Yeah, when they saw it on the agenda, you know. And uh, I was told them it, it was a cool little process that we do just to get everybody involved. And um, uh, it, it was cool to see how this year it progressed even further than it ever has because, you know, we had the MKP, we had yoga, we had meditation, we had AA, we had TSSR. So yeah. it was like five different things combined into one weekend, you know, instead of just one set thing, yeah. which was really cool because it was a variety of different things. I learned more about each one of them, you know, yeah. and, uh, and it, it was the part of my I smell more part of thing goes with, you know, I know for, for me, I'm going to get bored with something after a little bit. Mm-hmm. I burn out. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I go down a rabbit hole with some author or whatever, you know, and I'm like totally invested. And then I'm, okay, 
what's next mm-hmm. you know and I would do that if I didn't have something more to add to it so that that variety and you know and a lot of the dudes who were down there hadn't been exposed to some of that stuff too you know mm-hmm. and so uh, it was brand new stuff for some people yeah and uh and you know maybe not everything was brand new to you maybe you'd done some yoga before but not mankind or maybe you know vice versa or right not all of them at once yeah we all came together and met through recovery uh to a degree that men's retreat is based around recovery it is a recovery retreat just like this is a recovery podcast but when it came down to it a very small portion was talking about drugs and alcohol on that trip. Mm-hmm. It was all guys wanting to be better guys. And that's what this weekend was about to me. I, I very, I don't know if I talked about drugs and alcohol at all. Yeah. It was all about just what's going on inside of me. How can I be better for my family, for myself, for people around me? Just being a better dude, so to speak. You know, that uh, you say it on here all the time, that definition of recovery, that to reclaim that which was lost or stolen. You know, uh, the term recovery was assigned to the drug and alcohol thing. It's never was, you know, that was invented. That was associated somehow or another, I think, to take some stigma off of that you're a damn drunk or right. a drug addict. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in recovery. Yeah. Uh, but so I, yeah, you, you know, that's why I kind of lean it a little bit different to, you know, that's what, that's what most of us are doing. There was a few people down there that were new, uh, I'm trying to wrestle around. One thing really nobody like seriously, like in the grips. Yeah. I was going to say the one thing we didn't do is we usually, um, see who had the least amount of time and the most yeah, yeah like we sobriety did countdown that. yeah we did the countdown we didn't do that this time yeah but um and we I, were pretty tight like yeah. you said before i don't know if i don't think it got on the air but you know uh uh one guy's getting ready to celebrate six and i'm working on my sixth and that was the most you know that's the most biggest duration down there yeah and i got three and a half you and know then, and then the, everybody else is under the previous that. years we had you know if we had Christopher down there with 30 something and you know and and you know some people down there in the middle teens and mm-hmm. you know that's I think that's another reason and I don't you know I wouldn't I wouldn't do that on purpose at any level but I think that tightened I like it. I used it in my things that it flattened the curve to use a term that's getting tossed around all the time that, that we were a little tighter because there wasn't anybody like way up on the scale right and uh Pure not that that's a bad thing but there is a there is some energy when you know I mean there's some I would like to think that I've moved past it to some extent, but uh, certainly when I was in my first few years of sobriety, when somebody had a lot of time, man, uh, I was a little uh, intimidated mm-hmm. and and wouldn't be able to like be myself kind of thing really because of that. Right. And uh, so um, that energy is just there. And I think that allowed, because there wasn't such a wide swath of people's duration in recovery, uh, it compacted that and, and allowed some people to be vulnerable quicker where they may not have been had uh, had there been some so-called elders hanging around. Yeah, it was cool because I was looking around and, and I noticed that. I was like, man, I, I watched so much every one of these guys come in. Yeah, it's a bunch of damn newcomers. Yeah, yeah and, and it's not even that. Including it's, me. Yeah. You know, I mean. Yeah, you were two years when I first five came Five years, in. I mean, but even now, though. Yeah. Um, I want to stay a newcomer. We're all 
relatively early. I mean, you know. Mm-hmm. There were a bunch under a year, and there were a bunch first time at spurts. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't actually do the countdown, but I know uh, as far as that went. But there was a, at some point I looked around, and it was a quick six that were new. And there may have been more than that. Mm-hmm. First timers. I like that. There's something I like about people who come down there for the first time because they don't know what they expect at all. And, uh, and I get to do my own little trick, too. It didn't work as good in the daytime. I know it, right? Better at night. And don't say it on yeah, the air. Yeah, I don't we're want not. To be able to hear yep. But it didn't have near the effect that it usually did. In yeah. the dark or in the light as it does in the dark. But mm-hmm. it was just way too late. We run our meeting. So you're quiet, Marshall. I love that point that. Uh, uh, that y'all were just talking about um, how this that weekend wasn't about you know anything about uh, uh, drugs or alcohol you know it was and and recovery really doesn't even hit it either it's it's growth you know it's expanding it's the more and that's you know that's why I was there that's why I'm here right now you know this group of guys that we have we're all wanting the more you know and uh, and what a fantastic way to do it. You know, down there, like you say, no, no cell phones, and uh, and just in touch with nature. That's where we got to do it. You know, when we first walked in, walked in and got smudged, and then like a, I guess I want to say a grounding ceremony uh, as well with uh, the cleansing. You know, somebody like hits your feet. And, you know, it's like, look, uh, let's let's get grounded. You know, let's 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 get some roots. Let's get our foundations, and then you know help. And let's build from there. And down there, when you meditate, and instead of hearing in off in the whatever distance, an air conditioner or a uh, a, a car or a car door or uh, a, a freeway, I'm good, or a freeway or something, you're hearing these birds, the wind through the leaves, you know. Your, the woodpeckers. Yeah, yeah the woodpeckers. The, yeah, that's the uh, the the notice that you know you got uh, twenty more seconds left on your meditation is the woodpecker after he does three. <laughs> yeah, that was perfect. <laughs> right yeah. before we left, as we were wrapping up, I said, "Hey, can we please take just a minute and just pause because it's about to get real noisy again. The hustle and bustle of leaving and then joining the real world again." And I, it was very much selfish of me to want that, but. It's something special. You can't get that here. When we sat here and prayed just a second ago, before this started, you hear the fan, you hear a car, you hear all these city noises that aren't out there. There's nothing. You don't even hear an airplane go over every once in a while. And that absence of everything is just wild. Yeah, it's pretty quiet down there. And that woodpecker ended, like you said, that it did three pecks, and at the third peck, that was like a minute exactly, it seemed like. I was like, what? <laughs> There's also something that happens down there. It was Friday night. You were, everybody was, all of us were there Friday, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So we had the meeting, and we expected some rain here and there throughout the weekend. And as that meeting was drawn to a thing, uh, to a close, it started sprinkling a little bit, but the shares were still going. And instead of having this jump and run to the cabin, jump and run to wherever we're going to do to not get wet, nobody flinched. And there yeah. was no looking at each other. There was no, like, what do we do? Uh, no freak out in the eyes. Everybody just sat there. And we all had a good laugh about it afterwards because it was that group conscious, group mind, without even thinking about it. It just happened. We're going to sit here 
and hear what this guy has to say. Yeah. And it was just like, I'm getting God goosebumps right now. Oh, yeah. And as the weekend progressed, those goosebumps got more and more and more. Yeah. And uh, it was, God, I can't wait to the next one. I, know. I can't. <laughs> Yeah, like it, sets a hard, it sets a high bar f- at some level, you know. It's like, uh, man, I don't, I don't know uh, how, how we to, can top that. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know. Because, uh, uh, frankly, it did. Like last year, there were so many people that it it did lose its intimacy. Um, and there was 32 last year, yeah, wasn't there? Yeah, and uh, on the Saturday night meeting, and I made the Saturday night meeting because I do require everyone to participate. That was a so long one. We had to take a break. A back row, uh, it was 18 and a half hours. You don't get to sit in the back row. <laughs> right. And there was a big circle, too. Yep. And uh, we don't really put time limits on the shares and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of us do a pretty decent job of staying relatively tight with our shares and stuff. I like the way that, and it's something that I had forgotten that uh, what Dogman said about, you know, like try not to wrap too much story around this. You know, I certainly have a problem with that. Now, it works well for this medium because that's what this is for. Mm-hmm. But when we're sitting around sharing, we can do a lot of storytelling around our deal. Not get you know, to the point. We can, like, set it up, you know, and, 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 and you know, I'm going to explain to you. I'm going I'm to lay this whole thing out in front of you to show you why I did this fucked up thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's almost like excuse building. It's like, you know, right. I'm going to pave this road for you so you can understand better about why I feel this way you know and it's a, it's a little of a cop-out when you start talking about that's a way that you know that's a that's a dancing around instead of just going i punched her in the nose you know <laughs> <laughs> it was a dark and stormy I got, night I got, well, see you know a few weeks ago she and and then and then and then and then and then, and then, and then yeah. yeah and then you know so now she deserved it yeah you know? and now that's all just bullshit because that's not what happened i'm just storylining uh at the extreme end of things about like how we can build a story around what we're doing and and to tight to tighten that down a little bit and let's just get to the nuts and bolts of it right mm-hmm. Uh, I like that, uh, but that uh, I think uh, I think the fifteen to twenty is about the right number, you know. And then that stuff about coming in there, I think all that I love, you know, for whatever reason, and I don't know how it come about. But when I do the steps, I do the steps in like a ceremonial way. When I take somebody through the work, uh, I build some drama around things on purpose. It's not drama in the way that people think about the you know the mm-hmm. the drama that everybody oh, I hate drama. That's not what I mean. I mean, like the ceremony in the theater, almost around it to make it something special, mm-hmm. right? And, uh, and and I think it, it it imparts a lot more power in the step work, you know. And I'm learning to do that down there. And part of that is is that, and it's you know, some of it is ceremonial, but some of it's uh, you know that uh, like that smudging in and coming in there and setting the stage, you know. And you've like you know you stood there, and uh, and you know, all that stuff that can be seen as prayer. You know, I'm praying over you with mm-hmm. a smudge stick, asking the universe to help you drop this stuff that you're not going to need this weekend, whatever that is. See, I don't even want to put on like leave the negative behind because mm-hmm. maybe I need to come in here and that's what I need to work on this weekend. Mm-hmm. So maybe I can't leave my negative at the gate. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what my work need is. You bring it on weekend. in here, yeah. And so whatever that is that I'm not going to need this weekend. Let me leave that behind and let the sage smoke cleanse me of that so that I'm more, you know, I'm getting myself in a position where I'm prepared 
to do what I'm, I'm here to do this weekend, you know, and it's similar to like a lot of that I think comes from uh, the Native American customs to some, at least in my understanding, is that like when, uh, like the initiation from a boy to manhood, you know, they would do these ritual kind of things like that, you know, mm-hmm. where they'd smoke you and, uh, and even, you know, you'd have a, maybe a period of isolation that you had to sit by yourself for a while, you know, well, what's that look like, right? Meditation. Right. You know, so, you know, and, I, and see, we don't have any of that in our society today. You know, I don't know. Did y'all, I didn't go through any kind of that no. kind of initiation as growing up. Not like, all. Mm-hmm. Uh, being knighted from boy to man. And I, and I like that, you know. Uh, and I think that's kind of what we're doing in a sense now as, as adults. That's, a, that's somewhat metaphorical to what we're doing like this weekend when we, when we come in here and we, and we, we uh, initiate everyone into the group as they come in, you know, and the first thing we did once we got settled in was uh, the group that came together was, it was smudge in and begin to build that safe and tight container uh, so that we established it. Right. Mm-hmm. And then now, and it's there. And like Dave said, we create a big energy field around our area of operations. Yep. And then as another man comes in, we bring them into the container in that same method. And everybody did that, you know, and that, uh, I just love it. Yeah, there wasn't one person that even said, no, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, what? Never. You know, that was, that was the cool part, too. Nobody even doubted it. They just did it. Okay. They've never done it before, but they just I don't did know it what anyway. You're do to me, but yeah, okay. let's do this. I want to be part of. Thing, you know, coming mm-hmm. in and trusting yep. that you're going to be taken care of you know that none you know that you're safe because mm-hmm. that's part of that too you know is, is bringing that in there to be to establish that safe energy zone what was the uh, when we smudged then we were, went around and had a one word tag what, what was that called the check, check in. in the check in yeah so like it was one guy said he was in pain he hurt I believe this was the word he used mm-hmm. uh, I said elated so what, what, where did you use when we first got there I'm excited excited yeah uh, and over the time, over that weekend, some of those words changed a little bit, mm-hmm. and you could tell that people were peeling back layers in with just the, that one tag, one word that they were using. Yeah, I liked that. Yep. That's part of that. that not cool. putting the big story around this, you know. Yeah, just one word. Uh, I can sit here and tell you about elated for twenty minutes if you want me to. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, but do I really need to? That one word usually does it. And I, I said emotional the second time. I remember that because I was. I was feeling all kinds of emotions. And they're like, well, which emotion? And the only yeah. thing I, th- I could think of was joy, you know, because I was really joyful. But, I mean, I was on the verge of tears and just – but it was, it was happy tears, you know. It was like, I don't know. I couldn't explain that my emotion yeah. besides joy, you know. Yeah. And that is what – you know, that's that's some of that same work. is like, you know, that's kind of – so – and I'm wondering about how far to step, but I'll just go ahead um, – it gets into that same kind of energy that you found when we was having Saturday night meeting when somebody would leave something really vague, like, you know, uh, I'm going to do better. Well, what's that mean mm-hmm. exactly? You know, I'm emotional. Well, which of the, are you happy, sad, mad, glad? You know, what what emotion are you? Right. right. And so, like, you start to drill down into what that, because that, you know, that allows me to stay on the surface. Mm-hmm. And it also allows me not to make any real commitment. Right. You know, when I'm saying... Uh, we had a facilitator. I'm just going to work harder at my recovery. 
well, How? what are you going to do <laughs> to work harder? Yeah. You know, let me give me something. Give me some actionable. When, you know, what day are you going to be done with this steps? pie? Are you going to? Yeah. Uh, yeah, what time? Know, yeah. A week. I'm going to make a, week? I'm gonna, seven days, five I'm gonna make, days. I like that one. Yeah, I'm going to make a commitment to meditate every day. You know, mm-hmm. something concrete that you can say, okay, here, I'm going to actually say in front of these men that I'm going to start doing this. And one of the things that uh, wasn't talked about uh, a whole lot this weekend, but I, I, I did work on it with, with one guy a little bit who committed to getting done with his step work by a certain date, um, you know, to, to hold him accountable to that and give him some support around that. Yeah. I saw a lot of willingness in him. Yeah, he me too. He wants this program. He wants to be better. And I just it was very exciting to see that. Yeah. The work I, we did was really interesting too. Mm-hmm. I, I could feel the energy in that. That was pretty cool. Being part of that was so awesome. Uh, I really like that uh that action steps that you know they were asking for and calling for the specifics. Because yeah, uh, we say that around here, right? This is a program of action, yeah, and I'm going to yeah. do better. Yeah, I'm going to do better, right? <laughs> so I I, uh, I didn't uh, avow it that night or, or that, but uh, that on the way home uh, with Mark, um, I said, hey, uh, I want to make a commitment here. And uh, he called me on the way here. He's like, you know, he texted me the other day, and I was like, I'm two for two. <laughs> and Because I said that I was going to, I'll say here, um, that I was going to meditate and pray for five minutes before I leave the house every day. Now, I, that doesn't mean that's all I'm going to do for the day. Hopefully, you know, I'll, I'll do more. Uh, but at least before I leave, that uh, I'll do that. And uh, he texted me uh, a, day or, a day ago uh, or yesterday, and I said, I'm two for two. He called me today. He said, how are we? I said, uh... Well, I'm uh, two for three. <laughs> I screwed up, you know. But and uh, I said, man, I appreciate it. Thank you, uh, you know, because before I've said that. How many, I don't know how many times I've said that. Hey, I want to to do better at my meditation and prayer. I want to get into a routine, and I've said it over and over and over, and I've failed over and over and over. I keep doing the same thing. I'm not doing anything different. This is an action item that I can do something different. I asked for some accountability, and I've got it. And now he just made me feel a little bad, you know. Got my <laughs> ego hurt a little bit. I screwed up. I don't like screwing up mm-hmm. in front of my sponsor. So it stung a little bit. And now I'm not, I don't like that. I, I'm, it's going to stick with me for a little bit more. And in the morning, I want to make sure that that's the first thing that I do, at least tomorrow morning, probably a few mornings, you know. And, and hopefully, eventually, it will become a habit for me that I do five minutes before I leave the house, you know. And, and that's just the beginning of my day. I want to start my day off like that every day. Well, you Can know I that, uh, we'll jump in real quick on that because that's what uh, – so when we also talk about like um, are you going to count, and that's some of the stuff when we talked about some of the processes and stuff. You know, So instead of not being – so instead, like to change some of the language, you know, and that's something that I've always I've been taught to do somehow or through here, you know, my whole get to – you know, that same thing, that language change, you know, rather than I screwed up is that I'm out of account with myself, you know, because I mean, I, I, we beat ourselves up so long, you know, and I know it's a language change thing and it really doesn't mean much, but that's where I want to be. You know, I want to be accountable to you. And I also want because if I'm not accountable to myself, that's really where it hurts. Right. When I'm not doing what I know I need to be doing or whatever, and I'm out of account with myself. Then I start getting to it pretty twisted up, and 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 that's where that will hurt me, 
you know, because then I, because then I start getting out of account with myself. I start getting out of account with you too, and and down that road. So I like that, you know. And I just wanted to catch that because, you know, that's the kind of things that just roll through me. Some from some of the things I've been taught lately, and then when some of the things we brought there that we, you know we could only really touch on a little of it, and then instead I screwed up, man. I'm out of account with myself, and we do that kind of work uh, in the in the MKP thing. You know, is anybody out of account? Mm-hmm. Did you want to talk about? Remember when he said, do you know, is, he, is, he, is there any energy we need to clear? Is everybody clear with the that other cool man too. here in the circle? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So go ahead. I, I didn't mean it, but I want to catch that screw no, up you're thing because I would rather hear that kind of language, you know? Because yeah. you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's a little self defeating. I appreciate that, yeah. And these are just. Because you didn't screw up. These are small course corrections that, right. that I'm trying to make because, you know, we. I mean, I've. Not not patting myself on the back or anything, but I'm doing a lot better than I was two years ago. You know, and I just have to make small course corrections. And that's the energy that keeps that momentum thing going. You Uh know, because if I go back into like I'm a fuck up mode, Uh you know, that's Uh that's a 180 turn from the direction I'm wanting to head. Right? Yeah. And and uh, my one word when I first got there was enthused. Mm-hmm. You know, and then whenever I checked in a little bit later, it was hard to find the word because at that point I was feeling, and uh, if you can come up with the word, I guess I was uh, charging is what my word I think I came up with is because I feel like if you consider your phone has a uh, a one to ten charge level, um, I was you know throughout the year I've been pretty heavy you know closing around close around ten but now I'm down around seven or eight or something like that but I want to be at a ten you know as much as I can so this this retreat was putting me. This stuff, these, you know, God shots, boom, one after another. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's just like, I'm like, whoa, I am reared up. I'm ready to go, man. I'm, I'm almost full tilt now. So that, that charge thing, and that's, that's what I'm saying. You know, I, even if I get down to nine and a half, if I've got the opportunity to, to kick it back up to ten, that's what I want to do. And that's what this prayer and meditation would do for me. I said it over the weekend, and everybody's heard this. Uh, it, this if you work it, it works if you work it, you know? And we, I think we all know that, but mm-hmm. we lose our mindfulness and our drive <laughs> for what reasons we don't know. We're human, you know? And we, you know, we're imperfect and we can't change that, but we can still make these course corrections when we notice it. We can stay mindful however we can, you know? So that's what I'm reaching for. And, uh, and these little things like you just brought up, uh, uh being in account, you know, and holding yourself accountable and, you know, instead of, you know, even the language that we use, you know, because uh, once you get these big things fixed, you know, well, I'm not, I'm not, you know, getting, falling down drunk anymore. I'm not, you know, smoking, you know, pounds of weed. I'm not uh, doing all the other stuff and, and, you know, you know, all the illegal stuff anyway. Are you yeah. open for a suggestion on the meditation part? Oh, yeah, from you? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Cool. I mean, you know, do I need my notebook? Let me get my notebook. <laughs> no, it's pretty, notes. pretty simple, man. You know, you can um, listen to this over and over. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> you know, a, a, a closed door can't be opened without action. So um, what made me think about that was um, I was having trouble getting into my meditation routine, and I wanted to change it. So what I did, do you get up in the middle of the night to use the restroom at all? Uh, yeah, sometimes, yeah. Okay. Well, I didn't, all right? So one way I thought I could – changed my routine was i would drink a lot of water before i went to bed Uh so that would force me to get out of my bed in the middle of the night to go use the restroom and while i was up i might as well do my meditation now Uh if i just set an alarm 
I could push snooze, you know what I'm saying? But if I got pee, I can't stop that, you know? So I would always, I, w- I would drink a lot of water right before I went to bed. I'd wake up almost at the same time every night, too. It's 3 o'clock in the morning. And when I got done urinating, I'd sit down in lotus position, and I'd do 15 minutes of meditation. And at that time of night, it is very, very quiet. And you're not thinking about a lot of stuff because you're halfway asleep already. Yeah. And you can go, You believe it or not, you can go right back to sleep afterwards. Try that out. That's great. That's great. And I will. And I, I'm getting uh, goosebumps right Cheers. now because the reason that I wake up at night is because the dog wants to go out. The dog is a little older, so mm-hmm. he's doing it. But right. my dog is when I do, it was with a, the first time I meditated uh, for a huge uh, a benefit to myself when I had some anxiety mm-hmm. um, and I think it was on this podcast that I said this before uh, but not this podcast but uh, anyway I was sitting in the kitchen floor with that dog you know while he was eating and I meditated and that's the first time that I realized what a great tool meditation was so but and I'll do that from time to time but I, I've never never crossed my mind to do it while I'm waiting for him and I get upset sometimes you know that I'm I've woke up in the middle of the night to let him out mm. that's a great a great uh a piece of device and I'll try that so you said dog and it made me remember the one of the first meditations I did at three in the morning was one of the most powerful ones and it brought up a, a childhood memory that I had totally forgotten about that I had buried and it was a a dream about a um, a flying dog that would fly through my window every night and uh it would bite me on my hand and scare me to death okay so so this night i'd gotten up and i I sat down on the floor and it was the most ominous it was just right here in my ear um of a like a vicious dog just right here against i mean i'm getting goosebumps on this side only right now because of i could feel it still and i was like oh my god what is that and i was like oh my god it's the flying dog and I just put my arm up and put it around it and started petting it like I was petting it. And I was like, it's okay. It's okay. There's no use for it anymore. And it went away. And it was one of the coolest moments I ever had in meditation. And then the next night I was doing another one. And as soon as I sat down, my dog crawled out from underneath my bed and licked me on my face. I was like, it, it, it threw me off because she never gets out from underneath the bed ever. Like she's there all night. And I started a little dense. She does not get out, but she got out, licked me on my face and dove right back underneath. That was the only wow. reason she just like, like it was okay. It was really cool. I mean, wow. yeah, try it. <laughs> I will. That's how you dive deeper, man. You, you get in that, that conscious space to where, you're not thinking about nothing for real, you know what I mean? Because nothing's going on right now. Besides, you're going to the bathroom, going back to bed, you know. So yeah. Yeah. Who who brought that up? That space, that uh, that razor thin edge. Travis. Travis. Mm-hmm. That's what got me going, man. Yeah. That, that, that I got you. Yeah, look, man, I love this stuff, man. Yeah. We stay so hyped up here uh, in this stuff, but that was one of the things that uh, that really lit my fire. Mm. Uh, was that razor thin spot that that he was talking about being, and you know. Y'all know what he was he's going through and everything and um, you know, that's just that was just huge for me to hear him say that and it just lit me up, man. Uh, we push each other in this program. And well, in in this group that we're in, in our home group, and uh, and I, I love it. You you say it and uh, you said it a long time ago and I heard you say it. I heard you loud and clear. If you don't have the best home group, then you need to find it. If you don't have the best sponsor yeah. You need to find it. You know. so I have the yeah. best home group in the entire universe. Hmm. And if you don't think yours is, keep looking. Yeah. 
and I didn't, so I found it. And uh, it just happened to be the same one yours is, and I'm glad it was. You know, you show it as far as you drive uh, to make that meeting. Mm-hmm. That's a you. T- you have a big commitment to even drive as far as you do to it. So that speaks volumes to me. Mm-hmm. Go to any length. I used to think I needed to go. You know, for, there was a period of time where I went to meetings the closest three that was close to my house. Me too. I would not cross to Louisville. Just didn't make nothing. sense, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, I, why would I go? You know, I go to the closest grocery store to my house. Right. <laughs> why not the closest <laughs> meeting? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I was thinking, why don't we go around the table and say the most juiciest thing that happened to each other this week? If we haven't kind of already done that, but um, the most juiciest part of the whole weekend for you, what what touched you the most? Because I know what my moment was, and I'll speak on that, but I was kind of just throwing it out there and not take up the mic the whole time, too. But I had two things that really stood out to me. One was uh, the Saturday night meeting. And uh, so many times I'll go to a meeting, people will start sharing, there's a, there's a lead or a topic that everybody's going to work on. In my mind, I'm half concocting what I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, so by the time I a, get the balls to raise my hand or get called on or whatever it may be, I've already got this story that's the foundation's late and I'm just going to build it and that's what I'm going to talk about. The way that meeting took place, again, my first time, I had no idea how that was going to work. You, you draw one out of the bucket. And somehow, some way, I think everybody was able to <laughs> get the first thing that that what was actually going on inside there was Mm -hmm. no time to prepare Mm -hmm. you read that you read what your card says and then there's like a holy shit second Mm -hmm. like what what am i going to do with this i can't talk about that and then it just starts happening so like that type of meeting was something i had never experienced before i really really liked that so thank you for that uh experience um, the second part that really stands out to me was the whole process of the Sunday meeting because it wasn't a meeting like any meeting I've ever gone to. That was mankind uh, stuff, correct? Um, hell, I don't even know how to describe that meeting. I truly don't. There was just so many levels to it, so many. I think that's even a word he used. Was it were they levels or rounds? Yeah, you really can't put. Yeah, they're rounds. It's we had to have, and that's part of the the mankind philosophy and the process they have that we do these certain rounds of work, and uh, and and he kind of walked us through a uh, short form of some of those and hit on a couple of them a little deeper. Well, uh, we we would write things down. And I wasn't going to share that with anybody, so I wrote down what I actually felt and meant. And then <laughs> yep. he says, now read the second part. And I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. I got to read this? And I'm like, well, crap. If you'd have told me that, I'd have wrote something <laughs> different. Yeah, right? <laughs> exactly. Definitely wrote exactly the point. Yep. And getting up, being accountable, being able to be accountable because of what we've created in that space. We smudged at the beginning of that one. Um, I don't know. These... The whole weekend was just out of this world. Nothing could have prepared me for it. And yet at the same time, I was completely willing to do it. So, I don't know, the Saturday, the style of Saturday, and then the style of Sunday just really hit home. 
you know, when you were talking about pulling the coin out of the bucket, mm-hmm. it wasn't it crazy how each one it seemed like w- was for you, like it chose you. Mm-hmm. You didn't choose it. And that's what I always loved about that one. Yeah, bucket is delivered from the first time, you know, and I, I don't know, you know. I was trying to, when I first started thinking about doing this, I was trying to find some way to amp it up and make it creative and have it fun. That's and different. do something different, you know, and, uh, and you know, this little woodworking thing. And by then I'd been making these, uh, you know, tokens for people that were disc-shaped, looked like a coin. And I'd carve in whatever year it was, you know, and it looked like a regular, old, you know, just a big wooden coin. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so it hit me to, like, make little ones um, to commemorate the thing. And uh, and it just it just developed completely organically, you know. And and I've since found out that there's other people been doing the draw out of the bucket topic thing, but at the time I truly had not heard of it. That's cool. Uh, 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 and and so I, you know, I'm big on. You know, Marshall here is a big crystal guy and uh, energies, and and so is Shane too. But Marshall really does probably studies it as much as anybody I yeah. know as far as digging into the depths of it. Uh, but, you know, and we were talking the other day, you know, that stuff is like earth material, right? And so is wood. You know, and that's my thing is the wood. So I always find, you know, I, I tie a little tag on it that says what the proper spiritual properties of the wood tokens are this year. And uh, and then I write that topic on the back of them. And I just let that come. And, you know, every year the bucket delivers, man. Well, I told you. It does I, every single time. I told you afterwards I was in this mood to just talk. Where you said you didn't necessarily want to talk, I started calling people. I called BMO. I called my dad, and it's it just one of those things. Like my dad and I don't oh, after sit, the, after the retreat. Yeah, after the retreat. This was Sunday evening. Um, I got on the phone, called my dad for whatever reason, and him and I don't talk on the phone. And it ended up being like this thirty-minute conversation where I just couldn't shut up. I was just blah, 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 blah. and one of the big things I talked about was that Saturday that. It took us completely out of our comfort zone and made us improv right from the fucking heart. And uh, I can't wait to do that again. That type of meeting, the complete improv, complete deep down inside, just just flow. And uh, gosh, I always I keep wanting to say thank you. But full of gratitude over and over and over and over and it just won't do justice Mm -hmm. you know know, that's another part about of the meeting that uh that i love Uh, it it forces everybody to participate and then you don't let them uh just uh he doesn't dan doesn't let everybody anybody go into a corner and hide Mm -hmm. and whatever that's uh that's not going to do any good for you you know i mean it's all about growth and uh and i love that part about that that's some of my favorite meetings to go to is uh, when somebody, you know, it's your turn, you know, what, what are you going to say? I mean, you got to say something, even if it's, you know, you know, I pass, you're, you got to open your mouth and say something. And sometimes you're going to end up saying something that you didn't think you was going to say. It took me a long time. I don't know about all you guys, but it took me a long time before I opened up and said anything before I shared anything. Cause I, it took me a long time to get to a meeting, you know, mm-hmm. but, uh, once I did open up and I open up my mouth and start talking, I started saying more than I thought I was going to say first off but then i noticed after i did that and on my way home man there was a difference i could feel it and i was like whoa man, that's, that's something mm-hmm. yeah i was like and then i you know and then i'll you know i started understanding that hey i, I think i just paid a dollar for it, one hell of a therapy session mm-hmm. you know <laughs> and, uh, and then you get that and uh, 
So that's just something that it forces that, uh, and that, that's great. It's a fantastic thing, you know. You get mm-hmm. with a safe place and, and, and whatever, and, and people start feeling that and understanding that, and then all of a sudden they have to pull that and they have to use that honesty that Don's talking about, that and that, that honesty right off the bat because you don't have time to make anything up. You're like, oh, oh, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So it hits you right in your gut, and then it just has to spill well, out. We've made that safe. You know, we've done that thing where we've stood together, you know, as, and we've created that safe space together, arm in arm. Not like I took you over there and smudged you in. Right. You know, over behind a tree someplace by ourselves. Mm-hmm. We come together and do that. As many people as around, whoever's at the camp, who's there, there and watch everybody circles up and we and we bring that. So then by, I think by the time like Saturday night rolls around, uh, your shields are down. Mm-hmm. You didn't need them. You know you don't need them. You know, it ain't even a conscious effort to put them down. They just fell off sometime during the day or whatever. Uh, and when that token pulls out, man, you just go, blah. Mm -hmm. But before you do, every single person, I watched every person look at that card the first time, and there's that, like, you sit back and say, whoa. Yeah. I like it when somebody says, well, I don't know how much to say about this. (laughs) And And then you're like, would you shut up? (laughs) (laughs) Enough already. Juicy Uh, moment? uh, For me. You think a maximum. Huh? The big one or whatever. Oh, well. Uh, I can't really do that. Yeah. But. I mean, the, the whole the whole thing about, I mean, the, I mean the, if you if you made me pull, you know, do one, it was like. Yeah, we're going to make you do one. Uh, well, it was, uh, <laughs> it was Travis. Uh, you know, hearing Travis's, and I like lean back in my mind, and I think of his, the first time I saw him and heard him, what he said then and what he said this weekend. And I'm like, wow. And then it's just to creates the God shots through me, somebody else that I didn't have mm-hmm. any part of, but I witnessed it. And I see that that happened for him. And, and I was like, oh, yeah. And then I I hone in on one of those things that he said that pits me perfect. You know, he's saying I'm in a razor's edge of a, a slice of life that I want to stay there. And I'm like, yeah, me too, man. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, that's exactly what I'm talking about. And we got to do that work to stay right there. And, and uh, he's doing the things that he has to do to do that. And I feel like I am as well. And I just want to keep on doing that, that thing. Um, but on the on top of that, it's just everybody doing that. Everybody doing those same things. You know? I thought she was going to go to number two. Somebody doing those? Yeah, it's kind of. I'm mean, the only one that doesn't follow instructions here. Yeah. Somebody, you know, uh, you know, somebody, you know, he's the main. He was the main thing that like kicked that. But like, just like uh, Don was saying, uh, uh, people that are picking up, you know, the the token that that is asking the question that they need to answer, and that then like, oh, wow, I can't believe this happened. You know, and over and over, you know, I can't believe this happened. This this is happening, and we see that over and over. If you if you're doing the things that you're supposed to be doing, if you're living your life, you know, right way or in the right direction, all of a sudden things start falling into place, and it just and it's like, man, this isn't making any sense. But man, I'm glad it's happening. You know, I can't believe that this happened, and that happened, and that happened. These are all falling into place. You know, and so just seeing that happen, you know, that as a, a whole, I guess, you know, that it's the whole thing. You know, for my thing that I that I picked out, uh, I made the joke of saying, you know, uh, uh, <laughs> what's your, your favorite crystal? Yeah, what's your favorite crystal? And tell us all about it. <laughs> that was hilarious. And then I, you know, flipped it over the card and said what, and read what it said, and it said, you know, 
what do you do to let your inner child out to play? Hmm. <laughs> it was. I was like, oh man, that was a god shot for me. I was like, oh wow, that was picked yeah. just for him. I give my inner child the credit card and tell him to go into the crystal store, right? <laughs> and pick out whatever feels good for him. You know. Lean in, Marshall. Photo session. <laughs> Damn, what's yours? The moment that hit me the hardest, you know, and it was just juice out after juice shot. And, uh, you know, we say don't hide our gold. That was my kind of my theme, right? Mm-hmm. Um, from the moment of rolling in the place, man, and the joy that I get moment by fucking moment by moment. Because, you know, I created the damn thing. Now, in harness with my higher power and all that, this is not Dan, really. I always preface that. Right. That in and of myself, this don't happen. Uh, and I'm still staying apart from it in some kind of... And I've shared about this a time or two. You know, I'll make something like out of wood and I'll step back from it like that right here. Yeah, that's the best. I will make this ohm symbol, and I look at it, and I get done with it, and I go, that's fucking badass, dude. Mm-hmm. And it's like separated from me now, because I don't feel like I made it. And uh, and like, I mean, like the detail's all there, right? I don't know what I would do to make it any better, right? Mm-hmm. And I get done with something else like that, some other piece of something, and I do that. And it's the same kind of feeling at this, you know, because I feel like I didn't do it in a way. You know, I feel like I'm I'm standing there amongst it, but I'm not really. And I know that you know I invited everybody. It is it is my place, and I built that cabin, and but there's a detachment thing from it where you're like a fly on the wall kind of feeling. That's just really odd. So like the juice from the beginning to the end of it, when I come down on Sunday, you know, and I don't I didn't come down for a couple more days, but when I come down. Uh, it's really, really heavy, uh, like when it's over. And uh, but my juiciest, very juiciest moment, the time when my like all the hair stood up off the on the back of my neck, and and was simply when we circled up Saturday night after the meeting, arm in arm, and looked around in each eyes at each other, and uh, and I saw in you know the windows of the soul kind of thing, mm-hmm. and look into everybody's eyes, and saw that like that kind of that smile you know wasn't a big smile it was that knowing mm-hmm. look what we just did yeah mm-hmm. that kind of thing Damn. where we're all in together we're all truly bonded as one you know if a bullet would have flown in the room any man would have jumped in front of the bullet for any other man in there mm-hmm. and uh that 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 moment of that togetherness and connectedness right there at that fleeting moment uh, was probably the thing that, that, that is anchored in my mind uh, deeper than any other moment of the weekend. Yeah, I saw that in you. I saw that moment in you, and I knew that was going to be your moment, man, because just the look in your eyes was just like, man, this is it. <laughs> this is so awesome. This is beautiful. You know, and I I just knew that was going to be your moment, man. Yeah, I mean, those little phrases, you know, like in that book, it says, uh, he will help you create the fellowship you crave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Yep. So mine was um, 
uh, also with Travis. And it started with uh, the smudging him in. And I got really freaking emotional. I started crying while I was smudging him in. I couldn't even talk almost. You know, and I was because I've seen this dude come in and out, in and out for a while before he finally started to get it this time. And um, I never even spoke to the guy before that that day that he did finally come in and was ready. But because his energy was just so off and negative, I was like, I don't want to go near that dude, you know. It was just that put offish, you know. And I could see that. Yeah, and uh, so um, I didn't really meet him until he had become willing. Mm-hmm. I didn't either. Yeah. So when it, that happened, and then uh, we did the exercise to where um, we stared in another man's eyes for how many minutes was that, Dan? Was it? I don't even know how many minutes. I'd say three to five, something Some. like that. Yeah. A little longer than I wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> right. Comfortably, yeah. I mean, that's what I mean. And yeah. that's part of it is to do it a little longer than is comfortable. Yeah, because it was. Because it, it, then it breaks through this other side where it is comfortable. Mm-hmm. You got to go over that little hump. You, little hump you go through it. different emotions through it. Because I, I, I came to tears several times and then got myself back and then back to tears. And, you know, it was, it was crazy. But the whole time oh, I felt. Eye gazing. Mm hmm. It, I, I felt so connected to him, and I have had a connection with him since since he did really come in and commit this time, and I just have this connection with him. But I, I was just telling him all the things I thought about him through my mind, you know, and, and just telling how proud I was of him, and you know, keep going, man, you got this, you're fucking awesome, you know, kind of stuff. But in the same sense, I was also saying it to myself, and I felt that through his soul, you know, through another man's soul. And that was fucking awesome, dude. And I, I just felt my higher power, you know. I just know that was my higher power there, too. And it was just, yeah, very connected to every fucking thing. Yeah, that was a cool-ass moment for me. And then for him to say what I thought, and when he explained it, man, I was like, <laughs> I got the biggest goosebumps. I, I couldn't stop, man. It, it was like, oh, my God, this is nuts. You know, I, I just love that that kind of God shot, man. It, it's really cool because we're all connected in some way, you know, and how far do you want to feel that connection, you know? And I think we can dive deeper into that, and I'm trying. I'm trying to go as deep as I can. The gazing thing I did like. I like that we only did it the once. I mean, technically we did it again on Sunday briefly. Mm-hmm. I got Travis on that time, so I got to see those same eyes. Mm-hmm. And, wow. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Um you had talked about doing that at a yoga thing, I believe. Mm-hmm. Last year. And you said you did it with everybody. I like that it was just the one intense, long one. Mm-hmm. Um, it gave... I'm, I'm assuming it would have been nice to do that to everybody. I think there would have been something neat there. But the fact that there was one and the alignment of the people, it was... That wasn't us doing it. Mm-hmm. It's just where you there was no strategy to where we sat or i'm gonna sit by you because i'm gonna be doing this mm-hmm. it's just yeah i didn't even let you pair up with who you wanted to really yeah i, mean, I did in a sense but i mean i said okay you and you and you and the, you the guy next to you uh, yeah it, it happened how it was supposed to happen and it was just it was rather intense. than pick a guy mm-hmm. you know where you go oh, you over <laughs> over there yeah, because I had I had uh, one sponsor, Paul, on my right, and then Travis on my left. Mm-hmm. I was hoping I didn't get Paul, because me and Paul already have like a connection. I wanted him to connect with another guy. You know what I'm saying? And get get some more connections. That's his whole purpose of coming was to connect more with you all, mm-hmm. which was cool. And he did. He got a lot from it. One thing about the weekend itself is yes, we had all these meetings and specific times where things were going on, but there was enough flex time in there free time free time mm-hmm. where we would wander off well how many conversations did you have in that free time 
oh, that yeah. are just out out of this world. Uh, but I you had, don't have on a bar stool. No, not at all. I had one with Ross out at the lake right when you right before you caught that the big fish, the mm-hmm. first one, and uh, we were. Uh, one of the meetings we were talking about what moment really hit you and I was torn between that moment with Ross and the one I shared about from the front porch and uh, there were so many of those just just moments of uh, again being present uh, that just God I wish we were going back this weekend <laughs> I hear you. Charlie spoke on that too about when we were all sitting up at the lake and I was sitting on the dock just laid out the sun. It, it, it rained pretty much the whole time we were there, kind of. Mm-hmm. But uh, it got. Summer Saturday through the day. Yeah, blue skies. It was, there was beautiful. There was a threat out. of Warm rain summer. all the time except for those hours throughout the middle of the day on Saturday. Yeah, and we were out there just, just living it up, laying in the sun. He's like, man, this day couldn't be any more perfect. And I forgot my. My my word, I said, but he he spoke on it later. He's like that moment was the moment, you know. It was, everything was just perfect. It couldn't be any more perfect, and we were just sitting there laying in the sun, you know. Nope. Didn't want for nothing. It was cool. It's an awful comfortable place. Period. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, just like when you and I are down there, when we're the number of times, and you know, and I could be down there. I mean, I am perfectly okay there by myself for days on end. I make mm-hmm. a point to spend a week there every fall by myself, primarily, mm-hmm. and I love that. I love to be down there by myself uh, with no kind of, you know, because I don't care what you're doing. If some other being is with you, you've got a little bit of like a, what do you want to do? A pull, yeah. You know, uh, okay, do you want to do this next? Do you want to, you know, or in, in a little bit of a, I guess it's cooperative, but it's also an appeasing thing and whatever, you know. But when you're down there by yourself, you can just, you know, it's just whatever the fuck I want to do, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever's next, I get to pick the time. Uh, so it's just like it runs a gamut down there from that standpoint, but it is. It just has an energy that just is so comfortable. It's just so relaxing. There's a there's a lightness there. And I think it's that ghost falls right with that. And you know, this is a little woo woo kind of stuff, man. But I think it's been created by the energy, the residual energy we've left behind down there uh, over various trips and fist steps and other. Uh, recovery events and different things that we're doing down there that the energy down there is like a kind of like the rocks and the grandfather thing you know it leaves that residual energy behind from the previous work that's been done there i was going to ask you what did you do with them it's a secret Uh, no it's not hey and that energy um i think it's worth pointing out uh you know i've i've just started getting into you know looking at these things uh but you know it's i keep going back to the henry ford quote uh, if you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. You know, uh, this was a sacred space down there because why? And you brought that up several times because we said it was, you know, and we, we speak it into existence. Exactly. And, and we, we created that and we, you know, the mind is an unbelievably powerful thing. You and, know, I mean, I spoke this building into existence. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Hey, I believe it. I, I, because uh, you could definitely speak it out of existence, right? <laughs> uh-huh. So why can't it go both that's ways? That goes into that changing our language thing. That's what's that, That's why that's so powerful to me about like why I don't want to use I screwed up. Uh-huh. You know, uh, I, I'm, uh, so like what I want because I can't really have that both ways, right? I can't say I, we we spoke that place into a sacred space, and then don't think I'm gonna have an impact on myself when I call myself a screw up. True. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can't have both sides of that cake. Uh, and yeah, so. That's a great point. And uh, so, yeah. Point and, taken, too. 
<laughs> and I don't mean to beat it, but I do mean, and I don't mean to beat it on you specifically at any uh, level. I mean, this is, and you know, I don't know where I, where, I have no idea where fucking shit comes from. <laughs> I, I hear, I bring a lot of stuff into my being from listening to people and stuff, you know, the Jordan Petersons and uh, Russell Brands and uh, other, you know, tons of Joe Rogan podcast guests that are, some of them are better than others. Uh, and but but it is I feel it's I really feel in my heart that it's the truth it's bared out in the lives of the people around me you know and listen to people's language mm-hmm. listen to where the tone and the language they use and then register them on a scale and go okay does that sound like something that is an upward moving language or is that a pulling down language and then look at them and see what they're doing yeah yeah you know, you were talking about, you know, mining your gold and what it is and your, you know, your woodworking and crystals and things like that. Um, mine's my poetry and I have not dove into that yet, but I'm, I'm putting an intention towards that to start using about a half hour to an hour every day to try to focus more on it and, and do something about it. Because Monday I sent that picture of the God shots that I had. I don't know. I saw that. Yeah. Uh, Man, I got the biggest God shot while I was in the gym working out. I was just so juiced up after the weekend and everything. And uh, some words started floating around in my head. And I haven't wrote a poem in a while. And I was like, oh, man, here it comes. you know. So when I got home, I, I started writing some things out. But there was just a few lines that came. But uh, I'm, there's something coming that, that was sparked from this weekend. And the title of it is BMO. Hmm. But it's got a double double edge on it. BMO, be more. But it, that, that's definitely the title, and it's coming. So I can't wait to to put that into fruition and make it real. You know, it, it's there. I did, and, it, and I'm excited about it. I just can't get it out yet. So I'm working on that. <laughs> it's gonna awesome. be cool. Yeah, that is cool, man. And I you know, fall back into another podium mode. You know, I, I think that's another. I think that's another cornerstone of where you can measure somebody. Is what what are they doing with their creative selves? Mm-hmm. Because I think it's a measure of where you're at spiritually, and and, and again on that tra- what trajectory you're on. Uh, people that have some some people that are working on some creative corner, or 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 if they're working on some kind of creative part of themselves and releasing that, uh, they seem to energy. have more serenity and peace in their mm-hmm. life. You know, uh, and, and you look around at the people that do that, and again, you know. Just kind of you know goes back to that old thing. I like you know, I'm bored. No, you're not. You're just boring. <laughs> <laughs> well, they don't want to hear that. Yeah. No, they don't. But you know, if I'm bored, it's up to me to be doing something. And, and again, you know, I don't know how you. I don't know. You know, so many things have fell in my lap that at times I don't feel fair mm-hmm. at some level. You know, so I don't know how I like to tell you to create something creative. You know, mm-hmm. uh, but but I believe you have. Everybody has that in them. I believe there's a piece of that. There's something in you that wants to do that creative thing, and you just got to figure out. You know, so maybe you're gonna have to try fifty thousand things before you figure out which one of them you like. Mm-hmm. Whether if it's you know uh, needlepoint, woodworking, painting, poetry, it, it runs a gamut, right? I mean. Mm-hmm. There's no limit to how many things you can be doing. It's just, you know, you got to you gotta stab in and, and ask for some help and find somebody that's doing it and see if you, you know, try it out. And what's that called from, uh, first off, that's not, uh, that you don't hear a lot about that. You hear a lot about 
what the mental, the physical, and the spiritual, you know, the three, but, you know, that's another, what would that be fall under? Would that fall under? Fourth dimension? Spiritual? Well, yeah. Right? Uh, that, that would be like the fourth there, but that's that's also with the, the Finding Joe thing. That's your... Bliss. Bliss. Uh, so, I'm not sure which one that falls under, but... I, but no, that's a great thing to work on. I mean, uh, yeah, you know, maybe we, it we is. It does that. kind of fall under your finding your bliss. That that same logic, and that's part of that Joe Campbell, uh, yeah. Joseph Campbell stuff is uh, to find that thing that just really turns you on, where you disappear. It's, you know, because when I, I sit out here and fool around with this wood, man, and I can go to you know, it, it's not work. You know, mm-hmm. I would tell you the other night for a few nights in a row, I worked at two two thirty in the morning. No, you did, but it really wasn't work. You know, yeah, right. Uh, Find something you love I to do. St- I have to actually tell myself, day, Dan, like, it's time to go in. <laughs> Quit for the night. Because mm-hmm. uh, I'm like, okay, no, one more. I'll get uh, get this other board cut, get this other, get this fit together. Get. That was like Friday night when we were stayed up talking like little kids, you know, till like 2.30 or whatever it was. I didn't want to go to bed, but I knew we needed to go yeah, to bed. I needed to go to bed or I'm going to be shot. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, be shot tomorrow. A lot of good energy up there, man. So the grandfather's, uh, and I don't know, I, I do feel a little bit of like keeping it a secret, but uh, I, I was going to, I already knew what I was going to do with them. Uh, There's a bunch of hickory bark piled up over there by the fire. Uh-huh. It's sitting over there. We really didn't do anything with it. It all fell off of it. A hickory, uh, obviously a hickory tree mm-hmm. that I uh, drug in that the bark was falling off of. So when I split the wood up, the bark fell off, and uh, which is just fine for us. It's really actually really good for firewood because it helps dry the wood quicker and mm-hmm. uh but it's all piled up there and it gets wet but so during the hours i was cleaning up i took a piece of that set it over by the fire and dried it really good and so it like made a nest mm-hmm. or a tray mm-hmm. for those grandfathers and then i gently tucked them up underneath of the cabin awesome so there's a tray of them down there. I didn't want to just chuck them. Yeah, know, no. Uh, or even yeah. just lay them, really. Uh, so I put them all together. And, and, along, and I felt a little funny about this, and but I, I didn't because I felt led to do that. And my talisman. Oh, nice. With it. That's cool. That That's going to blow that place up. You know that, right? <laughs> It's going to be, people are going to feel that. I didn't know where they're I was going to put it. I was going to put it someplace in the vicinity. I was going to do something like that and nest them and put them someplace safe. There's a couple mm-hmm. of little places around close by that would be kind of sheltered. Uh, so, yeah. What are you going to do next year? You're going to make a lottery? <laughs> and I don't it? make this stuff up all the time. Mm-hmm. You make a lottery um, for it? I do have some notes on some things I'm going to do to continue this trend of the power that we're creating during it. And I know what worked. And uh, and I also saw some things that were missing that I can add to it to make it work better. I already have those things come to me while we were doing, and I needed to make a note of those because if I didn't make a note of them, but I don't overplan this. Put the s'mores on the plus side. <laughs> s'more s'mores. Yeah, yeah, you know that's hey. a funny thing because um, you know maybe you know, and I'll tell you here's some ideas. One thing I'm gonna think I'm gonna do next year, and I'm gonna say gate closes at 6 p.m. and it opens at noon on Sunday and there's your window and if you can't commit to the entire weekend 
Mm-hmm. I like that idea. It's all, it's, you know, it's my old thing. You're going to push all your chips to the middle of the table. Yeah. We had that little talk last night, you know, was we was talking, you know, and one of the metaphors I thought of last night was that, you know, if we're sitting around here playing poker and it's $10 ante, mm-hmm. you don't get to ante up five. Nope. You got 10. You know? Yep. The uh, rest of us are ante up 10. You ante up 10 or you sit this hand out. Mm-hmm. That's, I like that idea. Uh, that's one of the things and I'm also I really feel compelled that I need to limit the number of people and the only way I know how to do that is by you know at some level invite only I don't know about how to do that and I don't because I don't you know there's a whole nother end of me that would have 150 mm-hmm. people down there if I could mm-hmm. you know and not exclude anybody so I don't know where I'm going to go with that but that 15 to 20 kind of number is I, I'm sold on the fact that's the right capacity from a standpoint of the grounds mm-hmm. uh the outhouse, yeah, right. Uh, the and the meetings and the intimacy yeah. that can happen because I think if it gets much bigger than that, you lose the intimacy and the connection. I think it mm-hmm. begins to be like a, it's like a too long extension cord. Thank you exactly. Extension right. cord can only be so long and still carry the amps. Yeah, yeah. only so much juice can fit through that. Mm-hmm. You know the and those conversations. You know, mm-hmm. the meditation we did when we walked through the woods, I was so torn on that because of the the way the roads were you know because it's really wet it rained so much i like well what if what if what if a bunch of what ifs i like just do it you know and the rain held off the whole time yeah. I, I slipped a couple times i was afraid i was gonna laugh Four or somebody was gonna laugh yeah you need some shoes <laughs> yeah i thought about that afterward you know it's like man it just all these things but it it worked out the way it's supposed to you know yeah i guess i might need to make an equipment list and pass it out too yeah there's right. dirty shoes yeah I, don't I, forget I, the extra pair of underwear bring your toothbrush kids yeah i, I mean i had my hiking boots and i i, I didn't wear them you know and i, I was like so i learned that i was the first spurt uh, that I had to wear sturdy boots down there, man. Right. I had to have myself supported in a way that's like up and above. And those one pair of boots I got are the best pair I got, man. I could hike anywhere in those things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and I learned that my I, I survived that weekend a lot better. And because I'm tempted to go in and put some tennis shoes on or wear a pair of sandals or something like that, but that place is no place for like open toed shoes. No, it really isn't. You mm-hmm. could actually get hurt. Yep. And, and, and speaking from experience, Fargo's no fun to get hurt at. Right. It's a long ways from any place, and it destroys your the cool energy the minute you got to go to the hospital. Yeah, that, it was cool that when we got back there and we all put our character defects in the fire, I don't know if y'all noticed or not, but it started raining some right when we put our stuff in the fire. Yeah. And then uh, when we all sat where everybody got seated, it let up until the last share, you know, and, mm-hmm. and that was when everybody was just – just sat there which was really cool too i had a number of fist ups down there that was raining too it's an interesting thing that uh it's like a cleansing away yeah kind yep. of thing. Yeah. yeah one specific one uh it, it was pouring down so loud that we were having trouble hearing each other in the cabin yeah uh and uh and we didn't even really notice but it was that, that kind of ending sigh and and the work was over and we both just realized that it was all said quiet that's With cool. it being my first, I don't know how you've been in past ones, but you as the host have a lot of directing and facilitating duties, and you did share about this down there that you were handing things off, be it the cooking, um, him leading the Sunday meeting, and knowing you in that director role, seeing you hand stuff off allowed you to be present, 
And I really liked that. I felt I, more present this time around because mm-hmm. of that. I have. I mean, I've put you on a, a sort of a pedestal. Careful. And to see you mm-hmm. step down with us and just get down there and reel, because you did. Uh, it, it really touched my eye. Well, thank I mean, you. I'm getting chills. Well, thank you. I, I said it on a phone call. You're just as human as the rest of us. Yes, I am. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, don't I never think of myself the other way, though, man. I just don't. I don't either. There was one time, like, you were, uh, I guess, needing some help with some, uh, I think it was a coffee thing, and we had a laugh, like, oh, yeah. he must have really needed these yeah. asking for help. Yeah, he said it kind of <laughs> quick and under his yeah. breath a little Can bit. Can I get some help? Can I get some help over here? I think there was a round of applause. <laughs> there was, was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we clapped. And like, That's growth. Yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> and I can't, I could tell uh, a definite uh, uh, more relaxing vibe from you mm-hmm. this year than there was from last there's too many people that last year mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> i mean it was great yeah. yeah and it was cool and it was really neat to have all those people down there and to do that side of it so and I, we and were wondering you know, what the hell sure we were going to do this year because but, uh, we had so many we're like what we're we gonna do this year and then all and you'd that. said that a couple of times about it getting bigger you know and that whole time i was thinking you know i don't know that i needed any you know i don't know what <laughs> yeah. to do to make it any bigger and i don't you know and again it's funny you were saying. It gets to be, you know, the. I don't have facilities to cook for a whole lot more. You know, that was that was really pressing the limits on that side of things, uh, and you know, the outhouse, the the bathroom facility issue. You know, and people say, "Well, you just go poop in the woods." But I didn't see anybody walk off and poop in the woods. Maybe they did. <laughs> I, I keep on hearing that talked about, but uh, <laughs> and I think there's some people that like withhold all weekend. I've got a three day uh, three I day pre it. pre spurt cheese extra cheese everywhere cheese uh, ritual. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. you don't have to use the outhouse? Exactly, man. Really? So it's that much of a deterrent to uh, use the outhouse? Uh, uh, I didn't it, think it's it bad shouldn't at all. be usually, but I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. It's the, the, it started last year. It worked out for me last year, so yeah. But uh, but you're coming uh, into it because you so you don't even know how good my outhouse is or ain't. Uh, you ain't even going to even try it. No, I haven't been within a 10, 10 foot radius. Uh, of it, see, no. that's just like saying. Saw, do you like liver? No, I hate liver. Have you ever tried it? Nope. I see Shane going. I have up. a very oh, nice bathroom. I'm very comfortable there. It's a top notch outhouse. It smells like money to me. I'm sure yeah. it is, man. It really is. It was yeah, lights and heat and everything, man. Mm-hmm. We didn't need to heat this weekend, but then you're down there in deer season, you enjoy that heat and oh, that outdoor. Sure. Yeah. And I lay the lime to it in the weeks coming up, too. I've learned that. I, uh-huh. I, I, I pre-treat it. Get it ready uh, to go. Beforehand. <laughs> Yeah, so that is funny. So you just got an issue with like porta potties and outhouses and all that not, kind of thing. Not completely, but uh, uh, yeah, pooping in public a little bit. Yeah, public. I guess. Yeah, yeah, po- yeah, public. We were yeah. the furthest thing from in public. <laughs> well, he means not in his own house. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Do you poop at work? Uh, yeah, I got. Uh, there's. I'm the only one in. The yeah, he's the only one in the whole building. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like three floors, and I got 18 bathrooms. So yeah, yeah if you can find me in, in there. Locked doors. I know a lot of people like that. They won't go anywhere but their house. Yeah, so I told you, you know, somebody dropped a deuce in my damn indoor toilet in one of the spurts. I think it was the last one, you know, and I even said, you know, don't use that toilet inside, you know. I think I had a do not use sign on the toilet seat. (laughs) Somebody had to go. And somebody used it anyway. Uh, What do you do with that? You just fish it out of there with with those um, same things we use to marshmallows on. Oh, that's nice. (laughs) Uh, Nice. 
I hope it wasn't mine. It's a composting <laughs> toilet, so it's got like dirt and enzymes and stuff in it, and you put a little peat moss, a peat, peat dirt in it, and it's got a raker, a stir-up thing that stirs it up, so you've got this raker in the front, and, and then every once in a while, the, it just basically is dirt by the time you're done. Right. And you take the tray of dirt out, dump it out, and you put a new starter kit on in it. And, gotcha. Uh, and use it again. They use it in all like remote parks. That's the thing they have like out, and you go... Uh, you know, I don't know, out in Yellowstone and places where they don't have like plumbing piped up to the to right. The, uh, not running water off of Old Faithful. Yeah, yeah, they don't want to also put like septics and stuff in it. You know, to yeah. that would seep into the ground. Uh, they they use these things. They're they're pretty. They're they're fairly popular. And it, I mean, it does carry a little smell more than I would like. Um, and there's a there's a kit that you can put on if you have electric. It, I, there's a fan in the exhaust pipe mm-hmm. that helps with that. And you can actually get like a little uh, battery-operated ones too that put a fan in it that nice. will help ventilate it. Uh, so once in a while, and it's been a while because we you mainly got it because when uh, yeah. uh, when I used to like girls, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, when I was married and kids and 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 we go down there as couples and things like that, right. and the girls would have a bathroom to use because they weren't too comfortable with the outhouse. Plus, it was really good for the kids, you know. Uh, when my kids were little and that kind of stuff, but I've weaned them off of the indoor toilet from there, and they go out in the outhouse now. Yeah. Uh, so it's sitting in there pretty much unused, you know. Uh, this podcast went shit. Yeah, yeah. it did totally. <laughs> Sorry, hey, that's, that's what, the facts of the first. Spurt, I knew that. Man. I knew that was coming when I when I said that. I was like, oh man, we're getting into something. It's just, <laughs> we're gonna be talking about shit. Literally. Yeah. So you know. Uh, I always hesitate whether I'll say that or not, you know. But the the interesting thing is, is that you know this, and we 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 kicked this around a little bit, you know, the bonds that happen as a result of that, you know, and and there's a little funny energy going on, but I think because it was invite only, uh, you know, we didn't. I wanted to share about it last night in the meeting, but then again, didn't because I feel like it was like you know, uh, banging the drum that not everybody was invited to or whatever, you know. Um, and you know, and I, and I'll, I'll, I'm gonna, I'll just be, speak my truth. You know, one of the things, if I heard you talking about social distancing and I could tell that was a really important thing to you, Mm -hmm. uh, I figured you probably didn't, wasn't going to come and I left you off the list. Yep. Take it off your uh, chest. Really yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, if you would like, you know, some people no. we know in our circles that have some immune compromised or immunity compromised and things like that, and and you know, we, we speak pretty freely amongst ourselves. So when I know that yeah. about you, uh, and you know, to some extent, I left the older dudes out. Yeah, uh, not to some extent, to the extent. Mm-hmm. Uh, when there was like an age thing, I said, you know, well, because I had to draw, I felt. As I said, I was going to have this thing this year if I was the only guy sitting around a campfire. And I knew there would be at least two or three, uh, like Shane, <laughs> that would be there with me. Uh, of course, we were there a month before, right? I yeah. mean, uh, acting normal, you know. I mean, hunting, having not, a good time. Yeah, sitting right next to each other and hugging and whatever, you know. I did uh, my fifth step a month before and chopped wood of thereabouts, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, so I was going to be there one way or the other. Uh, I knew there would be some people that would come with me, but I also felt somewhat compelled to keep the keep it down a little bit for these reasons. Right. And I also knew when I threw out that invite that there would be a huge chunk of people who wouldn't come because of it. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I throwed out the invite to them anyway. Mm-hmm. 
and, and some of them went all the way to the end, you know, without making a decision. Yeah. Uh, when it came RSVP time. Yeah, some I of had them. to knock on the door and go. Are you coming or not? Are you or are you not? Uh, some, yeah. some had asked me why they didn't get an invite, and I told them because you're not a home group member anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, so that was part of it too. You know, if you're not, that was part of it. If you're not a home group member, you're not participating yep. in with us. You know. Yep. Yeah. That's there's been the a split in our home group, and some people went a different direction. You know, and um, that's not my direction. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so some of those people who have been in years past uh, fall under that. Uh, I have uh, a quote know. here on my phone from this weekend, and I think it encompasses that thought. It's uh, every subtraction is half a plus. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I love that one. There was, in regards to the division, I it bothered me. Yeah. Every minus is half a plus, waiting on a stroke of vertical awareness. That's I love that. Yeah. I, I loved it. You, that was one of the one of those little pocket that conversations cool? was with you just about that very subject. Yeah. I promise you, I have listened to Finding Joe one hundred times in the past month or so. Hmm. Uh, and a lot of it was preparation because that comes out of there. Yeah. Yeah. I bought that DVD. If anybody wants to borrow it, hit me up. And it's free on YouTube. Yes. You and it's kid friendly too, man. It's great, man. I mean, you could sit down with your kids and watch that movie, and they would get something out of it. Nice. Gotcha. I started watching it the other night. Um, but my wife wanted to watch something else, and I was just watching it while she was trying to find something. You know what I mean? I was yeah. getting into it. Yeah. You uh, said that that should be mandatory. I agree with you. Yeah. I'm going to have to watch it. You shared it on the chat. Yep. yep. Yeah. I shared the link, and I have it. I actually downloaded it. Because I have, I pay for YouTube, so I can download YouTube stuff off of there and actually have it on my phone, so I can use it while I'm like down there. That's cool. What you did. So that's what I did. That's what I played that opening scene or whatever that opening deal about the Golden Buddha on it. Um, so I fished through, and you know, and and this is the way it worked out, and you know, and I, and you know, just like you know, I fall deeper and deeper into this reliance on whatever this power of the universe, God, whatever you want to call it. Uh, is doing uh, that it did what it was supposed to do and I think the proof is in the pudding right mm-hmm, for sure uh, you know the same way that when we begin this before we started this podcast I prayed that we say what we needed to say and if that's some poop jokes well then that was what's supposed to be here <laughs> right. you know and I really do I really do I know I'm saying that in tongue-in-cheek in some level but yeah. you know I have to believe that when I ask for my higher powers help uh, and, and and then then I, I believe that I get it Mm-hmm. And that's some more of that, you know, maybe that's just speaking shit into existence too, you know, I don't know. Maybe prayer is just speaking shit into existence. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't know. What I do know, you know, you said something earlier, maybe they used to always tell me whenever we stumble around to keep doing what you're doing, you'll keep getting what you're getting. Uh-huh. Well, I find that's appropriate today too. I keep doing what I'm doing yeah. and I keep getting what I'm getting. Yeah. And, I like uh, it. And so I keep asking for this and, you know, and I, and I don't, I don't over plan spurt. I, I allow it to happen and allow it to develop and, uh, listen to those nudges like you were talking about, mm-hmm. uh, the nudge from above or whatever you want to your gut and, yeah. uh, and, and, and go with it and trust it and st- and, you know, and I'm one thing I'm getting better at is standing on my, standing in my integrity and my authentic authenticity. You know, some folks didn't get invited. They just didn't. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a thing in me wants to apologize. 
but it hey, happened that, the way it was yeah, supposed to happen. Exactly. The people that need to be there were there. And it was a tight group. Oh, yeah. That's what I saw. Every time somebody pulled up, man, and every single person I saw in the eyes of that person, like, I don't know, maybe like when you're getting ready to, like, uh, oh, man, I would like to, I can't come up with something that would, like, be that. But, like, when you're, maybe when the Super Bowl teams are showing up on the field and the players are looking at each other and they're nodding at one another, like, all right, we we're did gonna, it, we're, we're here. We're going to do this. Mm -hmm. We're getting ready. We're getting, yeah, man, we're getting ready to do this. You know, that kind of energy was. Everybody was like, yeah, all right, let's go. Let's get on the ride. Uh, yeah. Uh, buckle up. Mm -hmm. And and that and I just that just tickled like I said, from the beginning to the end of the whole event, I was just uh, on fire and and continued to kinda of relive it, you know, and then I then I get inundated with the texts and the phone calls and stuff in the following days of people appreciative of the of the event and pouring juice on me and and yeah, I can't wait till the next one either. But I, I think once a year's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, for this, you know, I'm not saying we can't do other things or somebody else. You know, I'm uh, more than happy to join in on something else. You know, that kind of thing. But I think for this thing, I think once a year is right. I, I think it. Matter too. I think it. You want know, to do it twice a year? It lost some of its luster, so to speak. Uh, it become uh, so. Uh, yeah. It was a blast. Looking forward to next May. Me too. Absolutely. So it feels like we're running out of gas. You want to do a closing round? Yeah, there's a bear and a rabbit taking a shit in the woods. <laughs> and the bear looked down at the rabbit. He said, man, you have trouble with shit sticking to your fur? The rabbit looked up and said, no. So the bear wiped his ass with a rabbit. <laughs> now that, my friends, is a shit joke. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Good work. <laughs> Sorry, uh, thank you, Eddie Murphy. That was from Raw or Delirious, one of those long Raw. time ago. Man, yeah. You heard that one? Oh, yeah. I yeah, love that. I used to watch it all the time. Sorry, I was stuck in my head when you were talking about shit jokes. And, yeah. and there's a bear oh, in the room, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We got Yogi over here. I always joke around about giving my rabbit a bath. Did you ever give a rabbit a bath? None. They, don't they have dirt baths? Huh? Don't they have dirt baths? Man, giving a rabbit That's a bath. That's a chinchilla. That's a fucking oh, bitch, yeah. man, giving a rabbit a bath. You know what the hardest part is? What? Getting the hair off your tongue. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. Uh, well, Closing. Why are you telling that? I, and I, you know, I can actually pull that shit off because I people know I really do have a rabbit. Right, yeah. I was thinking, okay. Right down the path with me. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, okay, what does he do? I <laughs> yeah. want to know. I was, I was like, I forgot about his rabbit. I forgot about that. Right. So the closing would be for me is... Uh, and I, I'm truly grateful for you being in my life mm. and uh, for you putting these things on and doing all the work you do because it's a lot of fucking work, man, and it's got to be stressful. Even though you look like you're not stressed, I know it's got to be a lot of stress on you and uh, watching you grow this weekend as well in that part of it and letting other people help, that was awesome to watch you grow. That is the most growth I've seen in you personally. Mm at one time you know which was really cool to watch you grow cool, so um, you. i was glad to be a part of that and be there to witness it and uh the the growth that i experienced from this weekend was amazing too and um like i said i've never went to there and said after that weekend like i, I wish i wouldn't have went so 
Um, I'm hopefully well, that get was it. a wasted weekend. Yeah, can I, I get my money back? <laughs> so I, I hope to get another invite next year. And if it ever comes to where there's too many people, I would step down, but I'd hate to do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just so somebody else can come in because it is an experience, and I want to be at every one of them. But uh, I don't want to be selfish as well. So I, I, I thank it, you for man. everything. Love you, bro. Love you, man. Thank you for that blessing. I feel the same way. You know, this is not my concluder. Uh, but I do appreciate you coming in there and I, and and fulfilling the role that you, you. I think you actually asked me if you could run a meditation meeting a couple of years ago. I don't really mm-hmm. remember how it evolved again. If I've known I was me tell a story, I can't better track. Uh, but now I like lean on you for it to some extent, you know, and and ask you to do that, you know, and that's you know, uh, what I told my sponsor when I got back was that I said you know, and, and I may even have posted this, but you, know, uh, we made a powerful trio of facilitators. Yeah, you know. For and, sure. And I think that's part of why the energy was there. You know, I mean, it was as I stood there and like thought, you know, I was like, you know, because uh, you got to have some people leading the thing, right? Mm-hmm. You just have to. And uh, and you also have some people willing to follow. Right. Right. You know, and, and it was a perfect mix of that, you know, and, and the three of us bring like completely different energy, I think, although somewhat all in alignment. Mm-hmm. It worked. But not on the same path, not on the same tracks. Right. You know, they're all. There was a harmony, three different voices in harmony. Right, yeah, there was. That's what it was. It's like a harmony trio of facilitators that just worked well this weekend. So thanks for being one of those. No problem. I I never even thought about that until you just said that. I I didn't, because I didn't feel like a leader. You know what I'm saying? That, that's the cool part about that. I felt just one of y'all, you know, I was just being part of it, which was another cool part about the whole weekend is uh, just feeling connected and feeling just one and all equal. You know, like I said, uh, I forgot what I said. Um, give me a second. I said something about uh, nobody's above, nobody's below. You know, we're all equal here today. Yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. that was it. <laughs> that eye to eye on Saturday night showed how equal we all were mm-hmm. we were all on the same i mean literally it's a level. level and we were just even mm-hmm. got a concluder oh, who, who mentioned that what's that were, the eye level thing was it you on saturday it was you on saturday night was it just here uh-huh. you said that uh that was your moment oh yeah oh, yeah, 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 yeah that uh well, we that gathered up at the end of that that uh you know, the other thing, you know, like it has somebody has to blow a whistle on those kind of things too, you know, because right. we can sit around and bleed those things down. It's kind of like a men's energy, you know, how we have a the way I'm taught is you get in, you get out. Yeah. You know, you go dump that bucket of juice on them and you leave. Yep. You know, you don't hang around because if I hang around with you the rest of the day, it dissipates what that just does. the magic of what I just did. Yep. And the same kind of thing, kinda like you have that kind mic. of powerful meeting, and we continue to like have a last thought mm-hmm. for another two hours. Yeah, you know, it just dissipates that that magic energy that's going on there, yeah. you know. And uh, you want to keep it, you want to keep it I going, keep it, but, but I know it, that you got to slam the door luster. on it because yeah. uh, otherwise you do. You lose Hit them it. with that good joke, and then leave them laughing. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> yeah. one more. You know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, concluder for me, for me, um, overwhelming sense of gratitude. I didn't show up last year, and you didn't shun me from it this year. A lot's happened over that year, um, and you've helped me through a hell of a lot. And just that you didn't hold a grudge, you didn't hold it against me, and you welcomed me in and brought me in. Overwhelming sense of gratitude. Well, you're welcome. Cheers. I wouldn't have a, you know, like you said, hold a grudge. I was like, why would I, you know, 
Well, at the I, time, I run the spurt for everybody else last year because I didn't go. That's how. Yeah, it yeah, you're so oh, important. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Hey, you were. Sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I am. You know, uh, I want people to come because I know what happens when we go, and I know the bonds that get built between us when we do these things like this. You know, and it doesn't really matter. You know, it, it can be a smaller thing like a like a few people going and doing something together, or it can be these larger things. Uh, I know that when we do these larger things like this, that the bonds are created that, uh, as we said the other day, that, that have somewhat been accused of us being like a cliquish group. Uh, um, it's misunderstood. It's not a cliquish thing. It's, it's not in order to keep somebody else out, as one of our brothers uh, mentioned. Uh, but there's just a cement that happens inside and between us when we do these kind of things and we work together and we grow together that gets misunderstood and gets labeled as that, like that, you know, they're on the outside and can't come in. Um, um, I want people, you know, if you listen to this podcast at all, uh, my, and so like dog man are both mankind guys and in mankind, they, you, they help you to develop a mission. And you actually sit down and make work at that. You don't just like sit down and go, okay, here's my mission. We do some work and some writing and some stuff. And, and, and they ask leading questions similar to our exercise on Sunday that you don't know what it's, why you're writing this yet. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then that developed into a mission. And uh, Dogman shared his mission with me, and I knew what it was. And I, I, I don't want to repeat it here because it's not. Uh, I will. I actually have it in my phone in a text, probably, or I know I do. But uh, my mission and his mission are parallel. I mean, they're just worded differently. Uh, and my mission is to create a world of uh, re- uh, to create a world of healing, recovery towards uh, by guiding people towards their true selves. And. Uh, and his was almost the exact same thing. We both kind of like high, virtually high-fived on mission accomplished. Mm-hmm. You know, because that is what, you know, when you, one, one of the precepts behind this is to develop that mission and then do things and take action, like we said earlier, take some action and say, okay, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that and take action towards, in, in the direction of your mission. Now, the thing is, is these missions are never complete, right? They're never complete. Uh, but 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 stages of them can kind of be completed, you know, and that's what fulfills a man in my mind, and then what I've been taught through this is that when I'm taking steps towards a mission in my life, because I believe that as men we need a mission in our lives, we need because otherwise you're just floundering, you know. Uh, my mission to take care of my family. Well, that's one of them real vague. How exactly are you going to do that, you know? Uh, so that you we get kind of. A little more focused on what we're what our mission is and then start setting our sails in that direction that fulfills us fulfills my soul mm-hmm. I'll keep it i statements for me it fulfills me and then creates that momentum building thing where i want to do it again just like the golden buddha story about once you expose a little of your gold all you want to do is keep chipping the rest of it away all mm-hmm. the rest of the mud away because it's so fucking fun mm-hmm. right i landed with me bigger than anything you know, and I'm experiencing that in my life. And this retreat and this podcast are two ways I get to do that. You know, I get handed, you know, again, I get handed these things in my life as a, as a result of working this program that is allowing me to to uh, 
spend my life doing the things that mean the most to me. Mm-hmm. The old thing of uh, find something you love to do and make a living doing it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm getting getting to do that, man. And the flip side of that is, man, I've landed in this role somehow or another where I'm getting to do all this stuff. I'm getting to do it. Better that I got great men to do it with, mm-hmm. right? I, how cool, How just how cool is that? That's what I mean. When we circled up around there on Saturday night, and I look into the eyes of these guys, and I think what I, you know, again, come on. I, don't, I, don't, I have some outlines and things I'm going to speak of while I'm down there, but a lot of it's ad-lib off those things. Uh, and the eye-gazing thing was not on my list. Really? It was never even on my fucking radar. That's cool. It happened that morning. I'm glad it and did. I looked around and told all you guys that I love you. And it landed on me that, uh, but even better than that, and it is better than that. It's good that I love you, mm-hmm. but even better than that, really, is that I know for a fact that all you guys love me. Oh, yeah. And, and I mean, isn't that another core thing? Like I say, I want, don't leave me standing on the side of the kickball field. Right? It's a metaphor for, you know, we all want to be loved. Mm-hmm. We all want to be appreciated and want to be, you know, uh, lifted up by our brothers. And and, uh, and, getting, and we are getting to realize that in, in a really powerful way, in, in a real, authentic way in our lives. We're blessed beyond understanding because we can get to do that. For sure. That's Beautiful. my conclusion. That's awesome. That's fantastic. Good job. Yeah. So, uh, thank you, gentlemen, for uh, doing this. I meant to do it during the retreat, but there was just too much juice going on to be bothered by fooling around with the silly little podcast. And plus, it may have, you know, again, it's probably for a reason that allowed us to come around here and juice about it a couple of days later, right? Yeah, yeah. I was excited about uh, coming tonight. I'm yeah, juiced to the gills right now. Yeah, I got <laughs> awesome. Home and I was like, shit, I didn't record anything. Yeah. We'll just Everything do it again. Exactly Who wants to come over and play with me? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, we'll close her out. Um, if you can't tell this, uh, that I mean it when I say this, that uh, if you're not having a blast in your recovery, it's your own damn fault because we are. Oh, yeah. And it is available Absolutely. to you. And uh, just thank everybody. We, the, the guys here at this table, thank you all for allowing us to participate in our recovery in this manner tonight. Peace out. Peace out.
say 